It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18. Plus. Welcome to Talking About You with Estra's radio podcast. From Seattle, Washington, USA, a car accident talk show where auto insurance, employer ERISA, Social Security Disability Insurance, surveillance, and much, much more is talked about. There are over 400 podcasts ready for your listening pleasure and information. Every individual deserves the insurance care, settlements, and benefits promised by their insurance, whether public or or private. Estra is a car accident advocate who writes, talks, develops videos, and personal brand tools to help protect your rights and privileges. Tired of getting the short end of the stick after a collision? Join me, Estra, by supporting insured civil rights legislation to get those doing the wrong things to start doing them right. Use the hashtag TreatMeRight. Let's get started with today's show. Listeners, today we're on part five of the series State Constitution Basics for Everyday People. The previous parts are available to hear on Block Talk Radio and iTunes under Talking About You with Estra along with my sites of estrascarwreckhelp.com and estraseattle.com. Sections on Part 5 includes 16, which is eminent domain, 17, imprisonment for debt, 18, military power or the limitation of, freedom of elections, bail when authorized, trial by jury, rights of the accused. Regardless of who we're dealing with, when we know our rights, we are empowered. We cannot be abused, mistreated, or told something different that's not in our best interest. And if you've been in a car accident, you really do want to know your basic rights. And the reason for this is because they may not necessarily tell you the truth. Not all state constitutions are the same but the majority of them do have the basic concepts, which are the same. As I mentioned before, after we complete reviewing Washington State Constitution, we will also highlight some of the differences some of the other states do have. Again, thanks for your patience on program volumes. I'm still having technical difficulties, but hope to get through them and get them fixed soon. So let's light up the phone lines now with your questions and comments on today's show. Dial 718-766-4385. I'm here and care about your auto accident concerns, surveillance, disability, personal recovery, and much, much more. The number is 718-766-4385. It's not too difficult to understand your constitutional rights. When they are not shared and you remain ignorant, it provides opportunity for abuse and unjust actions. 
Regardless of your situation, stand up. There are millions of others going through the same obstacles, and you can make it through, whether these actions are from the auto insurance companies, employers, social security disability, disability surveillance, or bullying and intimidation. Just hang on in there, and you'll make it. And remember, I'm here, Estra, to support you through your efforts. Washington State Constitution, Section 16, is for eminent domain, and it states, quote, and it's a little long, so be a little patient here. It says, private property shall not be taken for private use except for private ways of necessity and for drains, flumes, or ditches on or across across the lands of other agricultural, domestic, or sanitary purposes. No private property shall be taken or damaged for public or private use without just compensation having first been made, right? So therefore, they can't just come and take your land and say, we're going to take it, we need it for this public or private project, and there's nothing that they can do or you can do. That's not right. If they want your land and it's something something to do with public or private use from the government, mind you, not anybody else, they have to first compensate you, and it has to be just compensation made first, okay? So I just... We'll stop here every once in a while and, and go on and, and say what else is there. So here's the other section for it. Or paid into court or paid into court for the owner and no right of way shall be appropriated to the use of any corporation other than municipal until full compensation therefore be made in money. So they're saying do not be fooled, somebody can't just come and take your land. Or ascertain and paid into court for the owner, that means it has to go through the court to say that this is just and that it is required, okay? Which compensation shall be ascertained by a jury unless the jury may be waived? So you could go to court and say, I don't want to lose my my land. I'm going to fight for it. So you do have options. It says, as in other civil cases in courts of records, in the manner prescribed by law. So you don't have to just roll over if somebody comes over and says they're going to take your land. You can fight for it. doesn't mean you necessarily win it if it's something that's needed for uh, public use, but you can sure give it your best shot. Whenever an attempt is made to take private property for the use alleged to be public, the question whether the, the contemplated use be really public shall be a judicial question and determined as such with regard to any legislation, assertion that is used is public, all right? So they can't just come and say that they're going to build something on your land for the public and then, you know, a year later here comes a private company building on your land, okay? That's not how that works, okay? So that gives you an idea about imminent domain. And there have, I think, been a couple amendments to it too. So if you're interested in that, make sure that you know that it's Section 16, for the Washington State Constitution, and you can go take a look. Section 17, imprisonment for debt. There shall be no imprisonment for debt except in cases of absconding debtors, which is cheating, right? So if you're not out there cheating, you don't have any snake oil you're trying to sell or or, or make a profit on and take advantage of people. I mean, there's a lot of, of cases recently in the news where you've heard of people trying to con, and particularly seniors or disabled or people 
who are not familiar with the scam, and unfortunately they even have IRS scams coming out today to try to take your um, whatever you receive back after you've paid in. So just be careful because there's a lot of people out there who will do things that are not appropriate. But the key to Section 17 is you cannot be imprisoned for debt. So, you know, credit card debt is not good, but they can't put you in prison for it, okay? They might try to come and take a few things. You know, who knows? They'll probably try to force you into bankruptcy. There's so many different things people do today that can be deviant. The best thing is to try to stay out of debt. And fortunately, we don't know that perhaps an, another recession may be on the way in the year, the next year or two. So if you are getting tons of credit cards and people are saying, hey, buy this, here's time for a new car, maybe you might want to wait it out and kind of get an idea of where our economy is going and where things what's really happening. And by the way, if you I don't know if you noticed yet, but the actual interest rates seem to be going up higher and higher. So this may not necessarily be a good time to make an investment that you can maybe put off a little bit. Section 18 is military power or the limitations of. It says the military shall be in strict subordination to the civil powers. One of the things in which we actually haven't seen in our communities until as of late, uh, you know, this, after 9-11, there's been a lot of, of legislation that's been passed which hasn't necessarily been for the good of the people, but perhaps the good of uh, the military or good for corporations since they tend to use the police and the military more than individual citizens. Uh, so, But there are rules for them to follow. And uh, we saw some of the things that didn't quite go well with Black Lives Matter. To me, that's a good example of military power and who they're using it for. I'm sure that people of color, and particularly black people at that time, didn't feel that it was used appropriately. And Ferguson definitely showed us ways in which it was not used right. So know that there are rules, and if you have military coming into your community, you might want to take a look at that and actually look into the details and see what their limitations of power is. Section 19 is freedom of elections. And it says, all elections shall be free and equal, and no power, civil or military, shall at any time interfere to prevent the free exercise of the right of suffrage. And the question I have is, in this last election, there were 22 states that actually passed laws that made it much more difficult for anybody to vote. What are they thinking? You know, and actually they did a lot of redistricting, the Republicans did, in order to just make it so that they would almost be guaranteed to win the election. Uh, that's not, from my perspective, the country that we've been, uh, we live in. We live in the right of and equal for everyone to be able to vote. There were so many seniors who have been used to voting that weren't able to vote. And why was that? Because they made it difficult for seniors to vote, or people with low re with not uh, with low resources to vote, to have to go out and pay in order to be able to vote. All right, they they created things that weren't necessarily acceptable. So I'm glad to see that, and I think that's why we all this coming elections. If you, I know Georgia's going to have an election next week, and I I hope that they were able the people who wanted to vote, and I hope that was like 100 percent of the people who can do vote because. As we've seen from the, the previous election in 216, not voting can be costly. And the main thing is to uh, 
they call a lot of people, what do they say, low-information voters. I don't believe anyone has to be a low-information voter. There's newspapers, there's television, there's um, the Internet. The key is to just don't listen to one type of information. Listen to all information so that you can actually be able to understand what's going on from different perspectives. So when you're making the decision as to who to vote for, you have all the information. If you only listen to one media outlet, you're only going to get typically one point of view. And typically, we all need more than one point of view. So that's Section 19, Freedom of Elections. And, by the way, there's another part in here which talks about uh, being able to put out people who actually you have elected on a on a local, state level. And I think that's important because a lot of times we don't think that we have options when we do. So if your legislations aren't doing right or they're not even helping you in the needs that you, you've been asking them to, like insured civil rights legislation in, in my particular state, uh, there are things you can do in, in letting people know. So it's really important to be able to uh, do something about people who aren't doing the right things for you. And by the way, insured civil rights legislation is going to actually be a referendum on Washington State. So I hope that you'll you'll actually sign up and to, to get it on there to be supported because when insurance companies or Social Security Disability or your employer under ERISA can do things that aren't acceptable, that you find it difficult because they have the resources and the power and the legislation set in their in their favor, we need help. If you're in an accident and you're injured and you've been paying premiums to your insurance company, your employer, Social Security, whoever that might be, you should have the right to receive those benefits and settlements. Okay, You should not be harassed or intimidated or have them allow them to have surveillance just because they don't want to pay you. To me, that's truly a problem. And we do need elected officials who will take this matter seriously and do something about it. Now we're going to take a quick break, and we'll be right back with State Constitution for Washington State. This is Estra. We're talking about you with Estra Radio Show and Podcast. Most of us are in a car accident once in every five years. Is this your season for a collision? Call the show today at 718-766-4385 with your questions, comments, or experiences. The time to sit back and let others do the work is over. It's your voice that will make a difference. Don't be intimidated or bullied. Speak out. I'm listening to what you have to say about your car accident journey, and you never need to travel this path alone. You can read, watch, or listen with me, Estra, at any time. You are back with Talking About You with Estra from Seattle, Washington, USA. Be sure to light up the phones again at 718 766 Eight five again. That number is seven one eight seven six six four three eight five. 
Now we're going to move on to Section 20 of the United of Washington State's Constitution, and it's actual bail when authorized. And it says, all persons charged with a crime shall be bailable by sufficient sureties. That's money, okay? except for capital offenses where the proof is evident or the presumption is great. That means you're in deep doo-doo. Bail may be denied for offenses punishable by the possibility of life in prison upon showing by clear and convincing evidence of the propensity for violence that creates a substantial likelihood of danger to the community or any person subject to such, subject to such limitations as shall be determined by the legislature. Okay, so if something happens and it's a normal run-of-the-mill problem, you should be able to post bail and be able to get out until your court date. Unfortunately, we have prison mills that actually keep poor people, which sometimes don't have a penny in our pockets, in jail. You know, and, and that's a tragedy. We shouldn't be kept in jail because of being poor. You can't imprison us for a debt, so why should you be able to keep us in jail because we're poor I know that the legislation has legislators have been looking at that, so I do hope they will consider that prison mills and, and is just another form of slavery, in my opinion, and that's not something we should be building our country upon. We need people to have jobs and be respected and be treated right. And I suspect if that were the case, many of those people, first of all, would not be desperate in desperate situation and being in positions that cause their life more trauma than it's worth. So let's hope that somebody on the federal level or on the state ladder level or even the community level, because that's usually where things start, decides that it's time to make a difference for people and not just to put poor people in prison. People who are poor are not to be thrown away. Poor people should be respected as well as anybody else. Poor people work just as hard. They they actually live life to the best of their abilities and struggle a lot more than the average person. So if you get into trouble, please try to stay out of trouble. It's not worth it, especially in our society, especially if you're a person of color, because you usually get a worse sentence than a person that would be white. That hasn't changed. Uh, it's just a hard it's a hard way to go. So let's try to help each other. If you don't have something, you see somebody else needs something, help them. If you have something and somebody else needs something, help them. It's really important that we stick together because poverty is really a hard way to live. But when you have support, most of us can get through just about anything. And that's why I'm here talking about insured civil rights legislation, people involved in car accidents where insurance companies don't pay them because they, they can and poor people don't have the means to fight them. What kind of people would treat people that way? You know, I just hope that, you know, they say God don't like ugly, and I hope that's true. Because some of the things that happen to people that are just trying to live just in our society today, just and from my perspective, isn't right. And anything we can do to make life more positive for everybody, that's that's what's important. Okay, so what, remember, so if you end up in trouble, you can post bail, all right? Uh, Section 21 for Washington State's Constitution is trial by jury, and it says, The right of a trial by jury shall remain inviolate, but the legislature may provide a jury of any number less than 12 in courts not of record. So, you know, you always see juries of 12, but it looks like that's not necessarily always the case. 
and for a verdict by nine or more jurors in civil cases. So if you have a civil case, though, you go to sue someone, in particular like your insurance companies, you need to have nine if you do jury. You can also just have a judge. But, you know, you don't know how that's going to go either because there's a lot of things that, in my opinion, the federal uh, judicial system is set for them. And so if you're coming up against them in that system, uh, it's going to be very difficult. So so that'll be uh, difficult. So make sure that um, if you decide to, to go to court by jury, that you do have options. You can It can be a jury of 12 or it could be a jury of 9 if it's a civil case. Let's see here. Um, I'm going to go ahead and read it. It's kind of short and read it again. It says, The right of a trial by jury shall remain inviolate, but the legislature may provide for a jury of any number less than 12 in courts not of record and for a verdict by nine or more jurors in civil cases in any court of record and for waiving of the jury in civil cases where the consent of the parties interested is given thereof or thereto. So there are options when you go to, to jury, but the main thing that, from my perspective, that's the most important is to have an attorney. If you're going to have an attorney, you can do it yourself. To me, if you're in a car accident and you don't have the money, it's still important to show what these insurance companies or employers or SSDI has done to you. If you've been mistreated or abused in any way through surveillance, uh, money stopping at hard times to make it more difficult for you to be able to survive. There's, a, In my opinion, there's a million and one things that they can do to try to, to make your life miserable. I personally believe you still need to stand and file that in court. And the reason why I say file it in court is because the more documentation that shows the abuses that policyholders endure, the more people will stand up and say, we know we have to have this change. And that, again, is the reason for insurance civil rights legislation. Auto insurance companies or other insurance companies, long-term disabilities, employer, ERISA, they already have a lot of things in place to protect them. But we don't have enough, poor people in particular. We really don't have enough. If we did, then you know we'd have, we'd have more of an opportunity to ensure that we would get our benefits when we are not getting them. So something needs to change. And the only way that's going to happen is our voices coming together and saying it's time for poor people, people that are insured, that don't have millions of dollars. Like Donald Trump, by the way, this week spent $1,500 an hour for his attorneys. How many poor people you know that wouldn't be called poor people if they had $1,500 an hour to pay for an attorney? And you know if you have an attorney, it's going to take several several hours. So. No matter which way you choose to go, what I would always just say is to stand and fight. And there is support. Make sure you go out to com or Astra Seattle because there's a lot of information out there to encourage you in getting you through that. And the more that I learn, I promise that I'll share it with you. Okay, the last one we're going to do today is Section 22. It's the rights of the accused. And it says, quote, for the Washington State Constitution, in criminal prosecutions, the accused shall have the right to appear and defend in person or by counsel, that means you can do it with yourself or with an attorney, 
to demand the nature and cause of the accusations against them. That means you need to know what you're being accused of. To have a copy thereof and to testify on your own behalf, that means you should be able to have a copy of what you're being accused of and you can be able to stand up on your own behalf and tell your own side of the story. To meet with witnesses against him face-to-face, that means to face your accusers. We hear that a lot, uh, like on Perry Mason, but that actually does apply. To have the compulsory, oh boy, I tell you, there's just no, too many things going on today. It's, it's amazing how many things have happened. All right, so let me let me try this again. It says, in criminal prosecutions, the accused shall have the right to appear and defend in person or by counsel to demand the nature and cause of the accusation against him, to have a copy thereof, and to testify testify in his own behalf, to meet witnesses against him face to face, to have compulsory process to compel the attendance of witnesses in his own behalf. That means to subpoena people to, uh, to actually show what's happened uh, on your behalf, to have a speedy public trial. Now that also is a pet peeve of mine because they have all these poor people. What, in prison? Is there a speedy trial for them? No, they're spending months or even years. And even some have even spent over a decade for that. All right, let's see. Sorry, this phone just keeps ringing. (laughs) And let's see if I can actually just turn it off. You know, whenever you want somebody to call, they don't call. Whenever you want them to call, they do call, that kind of a thing. So my apologies on the multiple phone phone calls. So to have compulsory process to compel the attendance of witnesses in his own behalf, to have a speedy public trial, that's what I was talking about because people aren't getting those, by an impartial jury. Impartial jury, you know, one of the things they always talk about is a jury of your peers. Who is your peers? To me, a jury of my peers would be people who actually live the life I live, knows the circumstances, and can can see it from just not only your perspective, because everyone lives has their own life to live, but from their perspective. But to be able to get a, a an honest assessment. One of the things that also bothers me is that as of late, we've had uh, sets of jurors go in and be instructed by judges, and some of the things they've been instructed to do don't necessarily fit what the law is. So I don't know. I have a a problem sometimes in which how things go for people, and particularly that are poor. I don't think there's as much of a problem with with uh, what the jury is told to do in cases where they're wealthy, because I bet I would just I would I would oh, I can't say guarantee you, but I certainly believe that they make sure that what the jury is expected to to uh, deliver deliberate is something that's that is uh, according to the law. So. From my perspective, the people who always tend to get the short end of the stick from the law are poor people, and that's why we just have to change that. We're supposed to be a society where things are equal, and it seems like more and more every day we find things where that's not the case, things that are being exposed. I think the Internet is a great tool for learning a lot about what's going on in our society. So if you have an opportunity, make sure you go out and look at people whom you believe aren't making fake news, but are legitimate places who are interested in getting real community information out to those who are interested in making this world a better place. So that is the last one, rights of the accused. 
Let's take a quick break, and we'll be back to listen to A Blast from the Past. In a 217 Car Accident Weekly Planner, there needs to be places where you can write your own notes, save information that uh, you need to retrieve at a later date, and be able to, ask, to be able to document things that are important to your case. And this is the reason why I designed 217 Car Accident Weekly Planner with an injured person in mind. So let's talk about what you, as an injured person, would find helpful in a car accident weekly planner. And we'll go over what I have in this planner to be helpful. I personally know how difficult life can be after being involved in a traffic collision. In most cases, the time, energy, recovery, and money required makes this journey difficult. And therefore, having wisdom and knowledge at your disposal can alleviate pain, suffering, and prepare you for the challenges from auto insurance, employers, long-term disability insurance, Social Security, attorneys, or anyone else who comes along on your journey. When in a car wreck, focusing on recovery and directing how life moves forward becomes important. There will be challenges, yet they can be overcome with creativity, hopefulness, determination, and rest. Find a hobby or join me as an advocate to improve the lives of people injured by supporting insured civil rights legislation to be passed by Congress. Take care of yourself and remember that I am here for you. My website at estruscarwreckhelp.com. You'll find legitimate links here and answers. Best recovery to you, Estra. And that's what is really, truly important, is your recovery. You taking in your own hands your life. Probably may not be easy with some disabilities or some sicknesses. It can be quite hard, frankly, if you're out there doing it on your own. But I would, I would challenge you not to give up, not to give in, but to keep on fighting until you get to a point where you can say you've done the very best you can and perhaps even overcome all of your obstacles. So today, what we're going to use for our blast from the past is creating a better you after injury. Loss of self-esteem may be the most discounted item when it's lost in an accident where something has been taken away. Most times, the things taken for granted daily can be lost in an instant and it is within this moment that the realization of just how valuable that commodity has been in one's life seeps into the heart and mind. Yet, if given a moment to reflect, when something is taken away, there is something put in its place. For example, perhaps you become more keenly aware of surroundings or other personal strengths. You can see, hear, smell, or think differently to help make up for the lost, or it can actually work in the reverse, meaning you may not be aware of any losses. Whatever impact the injury has, life does go on, and it is up to each individual to find their way back from the experience. From my perspective, 
This begins by starting with where you are, who you are now, and where you want to go from here. After all, everyone is in a state of change, learning, growing, and gaining understanding about who we are and how we choose to contribute to this world is constantly evolving. This new journey starts with how we feel about ourselves and the hopes that still remain and our courage to take on the task before us, not only to recover to the best of our abilities, but to be transformed. A kind of life most people spend little time thinking about prior to an injury. Today we shall look forward to creating a better you after injury. Thank you for joining in today, this Saturday, April 5th, 2014. Each show I'd like to share some of the locations where you can join me for additional conversations. Come out and say hello at MySpace on Estrus TV, Reddit, Estrus Radio Show, and IMDB Estrus TV. You can also enjoy two new videos. It's Meet Estra and also Disability Surveillance 101. You could share them with your family, friends, co-workers, so involved in an accident, they will already have my links. To ensure a legitimate extra link, look for the three stars for my official site. I would also like to remind you that the 214 Car Accident Weekly Planner is currently available. Stop by any time during the year if involved in an accident to pick one up. Having both my book, Car Accident by Estra, and the 214 Car Accident Weekly Planner helps to organize, document, and information retrieval is easier. Stop by under uh, Estra's Car Help, or actually it's Estra's Car Accident Help, on eBay or my Estra's official car accident site. You can spend time there reading, watching, or listening for valuable support, wisdom, and knowledge. Today, we'll spend our time talking about it's okay to have what? A really bad hair day. (laughs) And 10 simple things to do for creating a better you after injury. And we'll just summarize in talking about following your heart and mind. First of all, if your physician has told you not to do any activities, make sure to heed their advice. The most important thing is getting well. And the goal of this program is to enhance what you get from each day. Therefore, don't attempt to do any activities that's against your physician's recommendation. Furthermore, consider doing only those activities that help add value to your day. Let me say that again. That add value to your day. After all, you are the most important person in this equation. And talking about you with Estra's program is designed to lift you up and help you to be informed. And that's my mission. From my perspective, people involved in a car accident deserve every opportunity at restoration and should receive all the benefits they are entitled to after being injured. 
So let's talk about having more bad days than good days. That's hair days we're talking about. Yes, you may not feel well, and this tends to be the case. You know, if you're not feeling well, bad had, you're going to have more bad hair days than good days. The goal, actually, is to be comfortable with a look that helps you feel better. Some of the temporary solutions to this problem that you can use, let's start with number one, is to have a family member or a partner or friend brush your hair. This can be soothing and turn a bad hair day into just an ordinary one. Number two, you could purchase a mist spray or a hair grooming moisturizer that you could use to bring a little life back into your hair. And if this is not a preference, you can also keep scarves or hats near to wear and make sure that the colors that you select uh, will actually go with anything that you're wearing, like black or white, grays or brown, or your favorite color actually tends to match what you're wearing. When this is just too much work, try keeping hair pieces to cut down on the amount of time spent working on your hair, or full wigs are also acceptable. Whatever makes it easier for you. Also, using hair barrettes to pin your hair up is a useful alternative. Anything you need can be ordered online and delivered right to your doorstep, or if outside, make a list of what you want and where you want to get it from so your time is well spent. Having a comfortable pair of house shoes that can double from outside ones to inside ones uh, also can uh, help you to get away with uh, being a little bit more comfortable, and it's much more flexible for you. Now remember, some days will just have to be bad hair days, okay? Give yourself time to heal, but remember, love yourself. Love yourself on bad hair days. Love yourself on good hair days. Just love, love, love yourself. Say that with me. I love myself. Did you have problems saying it? If it is, realize that you need a little extra tender loving care. Sometimes healing doesn't come as quickly as we'd like, but with the recognition that maybe we need a little bit more time to do that, we can find ways to keep moving forward. Because it's very important to realize you are very special. Regardless of your current condition or plight that you face, this will be a part of the process of restoration. So do the little things, uh, and typically they are the most significant. Congratulate yourself just because you've made it through the day. Woo! You know, some days are really hard to get through when you don't feel well and you're going through things and... A lot of things are on your plate. But again, I have to stress that you are the most important person in this equation. So it really is about you. Always remember this at every stage of recovery. When your condition allows it, a good way to start your day is with a nice bath or shower. For most people, this is something soothing that water gives us. It's a great place to meditate, relax, or soothe the pain and stiffness most people encounter after an injury. However, make sure this is a safe activity for you. Let me say that again. You have to make sure it's a safe activity for you. 
and there's help available in case you need it, okay? Because we want it to be an enjoyable morning and not one that you have to spend in the emergency room. Because this can be like running a marathon with an injury. So take it slow and rest afterwards if needed. And have simple clothing to wear. The easier, the better, and they tend to be more comfortable. In the warmer climates, it's easier to wear light materials, yet what is most important is putting on something that keeps you at a comfortable temperature and allows you to move comfortably. Also consider the texture of the material. Make sure it's comfortable against your skin. Many people enjoy loose gym clothes or summer dresses, something that allows you the flexibility to get around with the least amount of discomfort. Also, sometimes doing a little things can be a distraction from being in pain. If able, keep your favorite color of nail polish handy and apply a new coat. This will give you something easy to do and a pleasant accomplishment you can readily see. Also, keeping cleansing cloths on the table can provide access to refreshing your face, hands, or anything else that needs a quick wipe. And if you decide to put on a little foundation makeup, these cloths will be helpful in the cleanup. Remember, you do not have to do all these things at once. You can decide to do one thing an hour, two hours, or once a day. It's really all up to you. The goal with creating a better you after injury is about taking things at your personal pace. Also, reading during the day is a great distraction and provides the opportunity of learning something new. Creativity can bring invaluable insight on ways to help yourself through this journey. Going out on the Internet and learning about anything of interest helps investigate things prior to being injured. You may be uh, things that you've actually never even thought about. So you go out to the Internet, you think, okay, I've been thinking about X, Y, and Z. I have some time. It'll get my mind off my own problems. I'll go out there, take a look at this, and see what I can find out. Having this as a 15-minute-a-day activity can bring, what, a wealth of information and provide new ideas not only on ways to make the day well spent, albeit injured, but learn empowering tools which help rebuild and gain new ways of living life. As mentioned before, gains or losses flow both ways. So in other words, something lost is still something gained, and something gained is still something lost. Does that sound familiar to you? From my experience, this is typically how it goes. And guess what? We keep moving onward and upward when keeping our attitudes positive. Also, by sharing our experiences with others, we give and typically receive from others. So you still have the ebb and flow there. When you take a look inside yourself, what makes up you is still there. Perhaps transformed in some way, but you are still you. Perhaps it's time to rediscover or find unknown or unfamiliar parts that is also part of living. So here are 10 simple things for creating a better you after injury. First, number one, trust and believe in yourself and this journey. It may not be what you would have picked for yourself, but you can find something uplifting and learn more about yourself. Number two, 
First thing in the morning, take a bath or shower if your health permits. Number three, have a nice cup of coffee or tea or your favorite breakfast drink. Place it on the timer the night before if possible or when you're in the kitchen on another task. Number four, find or show uh, find a TV show or program that will teach you something valuable each day. Okay, and the reason why I say valuable is because we only really are allotted so much time, and when we use it in the best way that benefits us, especially if we've got injuries in which we're trying to address and uh, seek ways to improve ourselves. It's very important that you find something that's bringing value. That value added is really important. Number five, make sure to get in a nap or two during the day to keep your energy up. Uh, One of the things that uh, I personally know is the amount of energy that is drained from pain. Uh, If you're not feeling well, if your body's trying to recover, it's going to demand more from you. If it's demanding more from you, you need to give it a little bit more time and energy to to rest and recover. Number six, if permitted by a doctor or you're able to do it, try a little exercise. Put music on and just tap your feet or nod your head. Or if all you can do is imagining dancing in your mind, while listening to music, go for it. There is something about music that brings the body and the soul together, and it's pleasant. In fact, listening to your favorite song each morning may even set the tone for the day, or playing your favorite songs throughout today can keep you upbeat and invigorated. Number seven, hobbies are a great way to become creative. Is there something you've always wanted to do? While having a little bit of downtime, this might actually be a great opportunity to learn and become refreshed. Who knows where it might lead? The key is to realize that you can continue to grow in spite of current circumstances. And again, remember that this is done at your own pace, so there's no rush, no competition, just the goal of becoming a better you. And I just have to actually throw this in here. You know, being an advocate for people who've been injured in a car accident is really important today. Um, If you go out and you actually find legitimate links to talk about people who've been injured, you see there's a lot of things that are going on. Many people aren't getting all of their benefits. Uh, They're having to deal with a lot of extra burdens that don't necessarily need to be there, but in my opinion are set in place to hinder them from actually getting their full benefits. So make sure if that's something that's in your heart that you want to do, that you just come out and join me in being able to make change, especially with ERISA reform. In my opinion, ERISA reform would help so many of the injured people. Too many people live in poverty. They don't have the resources or they're not equipped. But if we all work together in a way that helps, say, we're not going to take this anymore. We're not going to be intimidated or harassed. We're not going to um, make it so that investors get more and we get less. We're going to say there's some things that need to change, and we're just going to do our best in our time as a hobby 
to change that. So if you're interested in making not only your life better, but those around you who've been injured in a car accident, go out and share your experience. In fact, come out and visit Esther's Car Accident Forum. It's new. I would enjoy hearing your experiences and communicating with you. Sometimes after injury, you have a lot to say. And this is a great forum. It's just starting, so we'll be getting off the ground altogether. For sharing your personal injury, auto insurance, employer, social security disability, long-term insurance, or just your general concerns. This is a place, Estra's Car Accident Forum, where you are welcome. Number nine, when children are in the home while injured, this can be both difficult and draining. At your better moments, set up activities in advance to help make your day run smoother and teach them, your children, to become your helpers. They will enjoy it and it will take some of the stress off of you. Make sure that it's age appropriate and uh, this helping is going to help both you and them to grow. And it's amazing what children can do when given the opportunity. And it also gives you time to share with them about what's going on with you in a way that they can understand and that you're comfortable with. So you never know what's going to happen in life, and it's just great that any teaching opportunity is used to share what's happening in a way in which they can understand and also grow and have a positive impact from it. And last but not least is number 10. Sometimes help is required in order to get some rest and aid in recovery. This is one activity that can be done prior to an injury and can be used in case of an emergency anytime. Locate a maid service so that they can come once a week and help out. Have your clothes sent uh, to a laundry or cleaners. Choose food delivery services that can help. Also look up your local recreational centers where you may go visit the hot tubs or saunas if your condition permits. Also, in case of needing a rental car, make sure to have a location in mind. Doing this before an accident or some other unforeseen event gives you more control on how to proceed and can be a major stress reliever. Let me say that again. A major stress reliever. And what do you have externally, physically, and emotionally after a car accident? Too much stress. Stress also slows down your ability to heal. Therefore, the less stress you have, the better. In fact, does harassment and intimidation does that help with that? Absolutely not. So people need to be able to realize that the things that are around you impact how well you can recover. So do everything within your power to be able to do that. Also, having a child care or nanny service available can also help family with short-term transition. Sometimes it takes a while. You may not be as fast as you were. There might be some things you might have to learn to do a different way. There could be you know, a ton of things that have to be addressed. So, and a, some friend coming over and helping and staying with you uh, would be great if it's not going to lose, you're not going to lose friendship over it. You know, it might be a very good friend you want to keep. So, the, the key is that is to have options. The more options you have, the better the outcome can come, maybe for you. 
Therefore, thinking ahead can be one of the best things you can do in making your life better after an injury. Creating a better you after injury continues to make life better. And just taking a time, a minute or two to think of things that will do that can really add a lot of value to your daily uh, living and make it so much more comfortable. So give some of those ideas once you're trying to try. It's really important to try to actually make things better for you. And a lot of times it's not a lot of difficult things. It's, it's really simple things. Listeners, we've covered a lot of material today. So if you have any questions, make sure to leave me a message at hashtag Esther's Radio Show on Twitter or talking about you with Estra on Facebook. And you can send me a personal note at uh, help at estraseattle.com or my story at estrascarwreckhelp.com. Also, remember that the information is online for your state to review. So just look, so just look up constitutional law for the state of Washington, Oregon, New York, or any place within the United States. This should be the beginning of the discovery. Each one of these sections have court cases associated with them and will provide greater information on how they're being currently used. Be empowered and fight through whatever struggles you might be facing today. Be informed of your constitutional rights and don't be afraid to speak truth to power. Let's stop being victims and advocate for our rights as informed, insured drivers. The more we know about our rights concerning a car accident, the better off in life we'll be. Thanks for your participation today. And remember, I'm always available for support and advocacy through your accident struggles or whatever else might come your way. Did you enjoy the format for talking about you with Estra today? Let me know at Estra's Radio Show on Twitter or talking about you with Estra on Facebook. The more we know about our rights concerning a car accident, the better off the injured will be. Thanks for your participation today in the program. Until next week, drive safe, be hopeful, and help each other. This is Estra, your car accident advocate in Seattle, Washington, USA. When you need me, I'll be here at estrascarwreckhelp.com. Again, that website is estracarwreckhelp.com. That's one full word. I hope to hear from you soon. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.